You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. I'm recording this podcast on a Sunday night. And the main reason is is because of the exciting time Arkansas has right now. They're going to the Elite Eight. And this is not a joke. This isn't parody. This isn't a hopeful wish. This isn't a dream. This is real. Arkansas, Razorbacks, Elite Eight, going down Monday night at 10 o'clock local time here in Indianapolis. But I guess 9 o'clock for probably most of you who are listening to this podcast and man, oh man, how sweet it is. I, I don't even know where to begin. But I'll tell you what. We'll begin with the Arkansas's, Arkansas game against Oral Roberts first before we get into their matchup with Baylor in the Elite Eight. Now, Arkansas won this game 72-70. to It was not a pretty game at all for the Razorbacks. Let's just, let's just be honest about it. If you looked at the box score it would tell you a little bit just how bad this game was. But I think you'd even need to dive in deeper than that. It started, of course, with the fact that Moses Moody was not good in this game at all. Moses went 4 of 20 from the field. 4 of 20. He finished with 14 points. He had 6 rebounds. He had 2 turnovers. He had 4 personal fouls, which I feel like it might be a season high. But Moses Moody played awful. Justin Smith played pretty good, 12 points and 14 rebounds. Not bad, uh, but he did go 6 of 14, missed a lot of shots. Jalen Tate and Devo Davis, those guys were the winners of this team and the winners of this game because Jalen Tate goes 9 of 17 from the field, finishes with 22 points, has 6 assists in this one with 4 rebounds and a steal. But Devo Davis has 16 points. Eight rebounds, two assists, and the game-winning shot. He hit an elbow jumper. I don't even know if you want to call it an elbow jumper, mid-range jumper, whatever you want to call it. He hits that shot with three seconds left to go in the game. And I, I still love the fact that he took it. I love the fact that he was confident, and I love the fact that it went in, of course. But it's just a crazy thing that if I would have told you that Arkansas against Oral Roberts was going to win by two points, and the guy who would hit the game-winning shot would be Devo Davis. I don't think many of you would have believed it, not just because of Devo's inability, but because when Arkansas has been in these cases before, it hadn't been Devo that got the ball. It's usually Tate's taking shots. We've seen Moody take shots. Uh, we've seen, we've seen J.D. Note take a lot of shots, it seems like. But I, I just wouldn't have guessed that that would be the case. But here we are, and, and Devo – it has just become a hometown favorite here in Arkansas and for all the right reasons. And the thing is about Oral Roberts, and I know a lot of people discuss this, they were a team that should not be as seeded as low as what they were. Like, they're a better team than a 15 seed. But also, it's kind of crazy to think that they've lost 10 games this year. Now, granted, half of those were to teams that were actually really good, like tournament caliber teams. But still, like they got in at an at-large bid. They didn't win their tournament in their conference. 
But uh, they were a really good team that obviously beat two teams that should have beaten them, both Ohio State and also Florida. And Arkansas was lucky to get out of there. I mean, uh, Ab isn't. I know it's not Abmus. I keep always wanting to say Abmus when it's not. But Amos, Abmus, Amos, whatever. He played the entire game at 25 points. I mean, that dude was good. And they hit eight threes in this game. But the crazy thing about it, and it's always about sometimes being luckier than good, is that Oral Roberts went 10 of 13 from the free throw line. Now, you hear that, you're probably like, well, that's pretty good. What's, why is that a bad thing? Well, it's because Oral Roberts, at the end of this season, is going to break the all-time NCAA record for team free throw percentage. They've shot like 83% on the year from the free throw line. But in this game, they only shot 77%. And in this game, three points was a huge difference, as you can see from the final score. And on the other side, Arkansas went 13 of 15. Arkansas only made one three. They shot nine threes and only made one. One three. Like, imagine me telling you that. Imagine me telling you that Arkansas was going to shoot 37% from the field, 11% from the three-point line, and win this game against Oral Roberts, who hit eight threes and shot 43% from the field. I mean, every one of us would say, oh, this is a loss. But that's what this team does. That's what this team has done this tournament. That's what this team has done all year. This was the 11th time this season that Arkansas has won a game where they were down double digits. 11 times. Think about that. Arkansas has been down double digits, 11 different games, and they've come back to win. There's been times where Arkansas has shot so poorly and looked so bad, looked gross, but have won games. There's been times that it seems like maybe the officiating was going against you, or maybe the other team was getting to the free throw line a lot more, or whatever it is. But they still found ways to win. Arkansas is not a great team. I'm going to be honest about it. They're not a great team. As far as individual talent, I mean, they got some guys. They got some dudes like Justin Smith and Moses Moody who have been difference makers on this team. But if you look at the rest of the teams in the Elite Eight, you know, there's nothing that stands out about them, comparatively speaking. But the one thing that does is that they're winning. And the reason why they're winning is because they have a toughness, a mentality, great coaching, and a game plan that they feel confident in themselves that no matter what the game is, is looking like, no matter how much they are down, they're going to win the game. Like that's, that's confidence you can't buy. That's swagger that you can't put a price tag on. That's what this team has right now. They feel like no one, no one can beat them. No matter what the game looks like, no matter how they're having to win the game, whether it's at the free throw line, three-point line, defensively, Whatever it is, they have confidence that they'll win every single time. And that's something that you just can't coach. I mean, you can't have. You can't just turn it on. It's instilled into this team. And they continue to show out. And that's why they're still playing. That's why they're still in the Elite Eight. And that's why this team has been such a joy to watch and why I believe that this is just the beginning for Eric Musselman and Arkansas. We'll talk about their Elite Eight matchup against Baylor here in just a second. But first, got to tell you about BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Even though football might be over, college basketball and the NHL are in full swing. And as we know about college basketball. But uh, you have BetOnline that even does award shows, TV shows, reality TV. Has real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. 
And BetOnline also has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds and is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. That's right, promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, so now let's look at Arkansas's Elite Eight matchup, the team that they will be facing with a Final Four appearance on the line, and that is the number one seed, out of the same region as Arkansas, the South region, the Baylor Bears, a team that is 25-2 this season and has just been on a train to success all season long. And they didn't win the Big 12 tournament, but they did win the Big 12 regular season. And they've only, the only two games they lost this year was to Kansas and to Oklahoma State. So, yeah, they're pretty good. They are pretty good. And if you're looking at the betting lines and everything, Arkansas is a a 7.5-point dog at this point in time. We'll see what it looks like closer to the game and to the matchup itself. So, I'm going to be honest. I don't think Arkansas wins. I have faith. I have confidence. I'm not going to be disappointed. But Baylor's just a better team, like far and away. And there's no shame in that. There's no shame in losing to Baylor. I mean, everybody's going to pick Baylor. And the way that they've been playing this year, it's hard not to. And for those of you who want to look at statistics and comparisons, Baylor averages 83 points a game compared to Arkansas's 82, so pretty comparable. But Arkansas gives up 68 points a game when Baylor only gives up 56. Baylor's field goal percentage is at 49%. Arkansas is at 45. Arkansas does do a better job rebounding. They average 40 rebounds a game compared to Baylor's 36, but I guess that's what's happened when you don't miss as many shots. Baylor does average two more assists, 16.6 compared to 14.6. Arkansas does average more blocked shots, 4.9 to 3.7, and steals go to Baylor 9 compared to Arkansas's 8. So statistically, it's pretty close except for field goal percentage and points allowed. One of the best players on their team is Butler. He averages 16.6 points a game. He's shooting 47% from the field. I mean, they just got dudes on this team. I think that's the easiest way to put it. They just got dudes. They got bigs. They got depth. They got talent. They got experience. They got good coaching. Uh, I've always felt like Scott Drew has been a phenomenal coach. Like, they have it all. But that being said, as much of a team like Baylor looks like a Goliath, comparatively speaking, to Arkansas, I don't think Arkansas, if they lose, it's not going to be in blowout fashion. It's not going to be an ugly game that we've seen. And the reason I believe that is, folks, we saw Moses Moody, J.D. Note, guys like that for Arkansas, Jalen Williams. Like, those guys played poor, poor in the game against Oral Roberts. Even Justin Smith, he got a double-double, but his offensive game was lacking badly. That won't happen two games in a row. I just don't see it in any way, shape, or form, it happening two games in a row. Moses Moody is not going to go 4 of 20. Arkansas is not going to just go in there and make one three-point basket. Like, that's just not going to happen. And so, I think that the motivation that they're going to have, and they had their bad game in the last game, I think they're going to come out 
in a way that is a lot better than what we saw against Oral Roberts. In fact, I know there were different games, so it's really hard to say one way or the other, but remember how Arkansas started against Colgate and how ugly that was? And I know Colgate is no Baylor, so don't, don't mix it up. It was an ugly game. Arkansas started horrendously. Couldn't have, couldn't have started worse. But Arkansas got it going. They went on a run. They came back. And then the second half, pass slow started, but then they finished strong again. Made the, made the Bastics, made the points, ended up winning by double digits. All was well and good. What happened against Texas Tech? Arkansas didn't get off to a slow start. Arkansas did a good job against Texas Tech offensively, especially how good they are defensively. Arkansas did a good job. They made their shots. They made their baskets. They, the defense was overall pretty good, all things considered. The only thing that Texas Tech did do was they hit a lot of threes, which are not, you know, it was almost an anomaly. But still, you had so many things going on for you in that game where you, you played the game that you were supposed to and you won. And then against Oral Roberts, you started slow. You, you had some problems. You couldn't figure things out. You had a few runs here and there, but overall it was not a pretty game. But you made the plays when it mattered the most. You made the plays when the duty called, if you will. You went out there and you took care of business. Why can't it be the same thing against Baylor? And again, I'm not saying they'll win. But I am saying that Arkansas is not going to embarrass itself. I am saying that Arkansas will play better than what they did against Oral Roberts. I am saying that Arkansas offensively will get it going. I think Moses Moody is really going to show up and make a t- like some threes. I think J.D. Note is going to be good Note in this game. I think Justin Smith is going to be a force to be reckoned with underneath. I think Jalen Williams gets going. I think Devo Davis. I mean, I just love watching that guy. And I think he's got so much confidence and swagger right now that nobody can touch him. And I think he'll have a big game. I, I mean, I just think that this is going to be a much better performance than we've seen before from Arkansas. I don't know exactly, you know, the score prediction or anything. But to me, I'm not about moral victories. I'm not. But I do believe that if Arkansas was to only lose this game, to only lose this game by, say, 7 to 10 points, somewhere in there, I'd consider that a massive success. I would consider that a worthy going out type of game. One where, yeah, you're disappointed it's over, but you're excited and, and really excited about the way it ended and where it's going. I think I'll take that, and I think that's what it will be. But just, if Arkansas wins this game, if Arkansas beats Baylor, if Arkansas goes to the Final Four, I, I, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> probably be like the rest of you. I'll probably start crying. Probably start saying, okay, what's the catch? I, I want to keep saying that this team's going to lose at some point in time, but they keep proving me wrong. I want to say that they're going to get beat by Baylor and it's not even going to be a contest, but they keep proving me wrong. So why will this game be any different? But if they go to the Final Four, folks, baby, I'm going to be on cloud nine just like the rest of you. It'll be the greatest Razorback athletic moment, even if they don't win the Final Four game. But going to the Final Four will be one of the greatest sports moments of Arkansas in the past 25 years, hands down. Might be the best. People will say College World Series appearances or Sugar Bowl and all that. That's fine. But for me, this will be the best one. That's all I'm saying. 
We've been telling you about Built Bar and the best tasting protein bar on the market for now. But Built Bar also has the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar madness that they have going on. And there's 100% chocolate on all the bars. And now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best because it is Built Bar madness. So to, if you want to check out today's matchup, go to BuiltBar.com or to underscore bar, bar underscore Built on Twitter. And remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's right. LOCKED15 will give you 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And you can check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar of all time. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, real quick before we wrap everything up, I just wanted to let everybody know I'm still up here in Indianapolis Still getting it done. I've enjoyed my time up here, and I love every one of you that's been listening and subscribing and following me on social media and been a part of it. You've been great. Razorback fans have been great. I've enjoyed so much of this up here. And, uh, you know, the dugouts where I've been doing my show from downtown Indianapolis has been awesome as well. The coolest and nicest people there. Again, if you're going to be up here, it's on 621 Virginia Avenue. Check it out. Please do, because it's just been – they've been really good to me. They've been very welcoming of all Razorback fans. So give, give them some local business of yours and, and help them out because we all know that during the pandemic, it's been a lot of times where that's not been the case. So check them out. It's been awesome. I love it. And hopefully I get to continue to stay here. Finally did laundry. Felt good. <laughs> but uh, I can, hope I continue to do uh, shows from here and podcasts from up here. And I guess we'll see how it goes. But it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate every one of you coming along and joining me. Uh, during this great run of the Razorbacks. Regardless if they win tonight or tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this podcast, uh, I'm going to be excited and, and happy that I got to experience this, no matter what. So, But appreciate all of you being a part of it. And thank you for listening to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNavers for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.